Broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland headquarters, they are founders of Hard Money Bankers, REI360, and are international bestsellers with their book, The Whiteboard. Here are Jason Balin and Chris Haddon. Welcome back to another great show. Jason Balin, Chris Haddon. As usual, we have three not surprises. Well, actually, they are surprise questions. So there are surprise yeah, questions to us questions from the audience. We had a lot of, you know, finally, we got some great comments that came in, and we were able to get three good ones. Our producer, Glenn, uh, has have them together for us, and he's going to surprise us with the with these questions related to real estate, business, finance, and more. So check it out. So really good uh, audience feedback here. This one is from one of our local markets in Baltimore. It's RJ. How do you deal with complacency? Status quo means falling behind, but in good times, it's hard to keep pushing forward. So how do you guys have a business model keep pushing forward that's, that's in good big, times? Big words, I don't even know what the heck that means. Can we say that in like <laughs> um, regular people terms? Okay, when business is good and the market's good, how do you keep yourself motivated and moving forward? Right. Fair, okay. That's a good way to, uh, RJ, thanks for the question, obviously. Certainly appreciate it. Some big words out there, we're simple folks, but <laughs> let's do it. You wanna answer the question first? Uh, sure, uh, I got a couple things on that. One is to calendar and schedule and get used to your routine of productive activities. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to say like, times are slow, so I'm gonna do this, but now times are good, so I'm gonna change it up to that. It's like, this is what we do. Like we do this every week, we do other things. Um, you know, the things that bring in business and everything else, I would just calendar it and make it habit Make it routine. Don't make it like a sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad thing. Just make it forever. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, the main word that I took out of that, which I was about to say too, was habit. You know, everything, everything you do has to turn into a habit and keep it consistent. It doesn't matter if you're a real estate investor and you have way more deals than you can handle at this time, that's okay. Stick mm -hmm. to your, you know, s stick to everything. Um, if you have to offload some deals, it goes back to a Prime Money Minute video that I just did related to when you're doing marketing, you gotta keep it consistent no matter how many deals you have at this time. What you're marketing for today pays off tomorrow. Not, It's not gonna pay off today. You don't wanna market, 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 and then all of a sudden stop marketing and then you have no deals. Keep it consistent, um, you know, and if you have a lot of projects going on right now, no matter what business you're in, you're in a good spot and you have a lot of confidence. So just keep that confidence flowing and keep things moving upwards at all times. Good question. All right, Definitely next question, question is from David in DC. Uh, data is so important. How do you use it to acquire a client? How to market to prospects and keep track of your costs when marketing and acquiring clients? Cool. Uh, I can take that one to start with, Shoot. and then you can add in. So data is probably the most important thing in any business that you're in. When we say data, we mean collecting information uh, so you can use it in the future. A, a very good part of that is uh, customer information, If as real estate investors or mo most business clients. So collecting email addresses. So for instance, in our lending operation, we know exactly how much we need to pay for a contact or an email address. Ideally an email, a name, and a phone number, but at least an, an email address. And when we're marketing on a regular basis, everything has to follow that metrics. And as you know, for the most part, we're willing to pay as much as there's a capacity for, as, you know, as long as we still stay in that metrics for that data. Yeah, I was having a similar conversation with a friend of mine who owns a small law firm about the, uh, the um, acronym CPA not the accountant, but cost per acquisition, which is a very common marketing metric. And he, he knows this pretty well over the years, which is probably a lot of lawyers don't. But you know, on TV stuff, what they're spending there, uh, mail, everything else, he knows what he can pay to get a client. 
And if you know what you can, what you're able to pay to get a client, you can apply that to anything, you know. So I, I think that is the the number one thing, no matter what business you're in, to drill down on. All right, good job. Uh, last one is out of market. This one I must have seen some marketing material from you guys. Uh, this one relates directly to your core business of real estate. It's from Ed in Buffalo. Why do you think it's so hard for folks in real estate, whether it's agents, flippers, investors, to find consistent, honest, and budget-friendly contractors? Why are contractors so hard to find in the real estate game? <clears throat> okay, pretty simple. Um, <laughs> contractors will make or break your deal, I promise you that, mm -hmm. right? Um, finding good, reliable, consistent contractors is, is, is challenging, but that's part of your daily activity that you need to be doing. You need to be constantly interviewing contractors, finding contractors, working with them, keeping them on budget, sometimes even babysitting contracts. You would, contractors, you would think that they're adults and they, and they, if you give them a budget, they can stick to it, but that's typically not, not the case. Um, so, you know, the recommendation is, to no matter how good of a relationship you have with the contractor, always just kind of keep an eye out, try to find, you know, keep them going, keep them working. You know, as you grow and you're doing more and more deals and you can keep a contractor on a project at any given time and keep them moving and, you know, having a constant paycheck, that works great. I mean, anybody who can get a constant paycheck and a predictable date of when they're getting paid, you can usually get more work out of it and good labor out of it. And a lot of onesie, twosie real estate investors that, you know, are paying, okay, here, you're doing this project, you get paid here, you paid there, you paid there. A lot of them don't like that. They want a consistency. So if you're able to keep them moving at any given time, it makes it, and keep a consistent paycheck at any given time for them, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, I, I would definitely also uh, apply the 80-20 principle like you can do anywhere uh, to contractors. Um, we definitely see it that Okay, yeah, the reality of it is that contractors can be very flaky, and 80% of them are gonna be no good, and 20% of them you can work with. And a, a problem that newer investors make <laughs> is that they meet a contractor, and they're like, I got a contractor. Yeah, I'm that's fair. Um, and and that, that's a mistake. You have to uh, you know, get referrals, interview people, go through a lot, and know 80% of them you're not gonna wanna work with. And there's a lot of good contractors out there. You know, We've mm -hmm. done work with a lot of them. We have clients that do a lot of good work, but that's probably to sum up perfect what you said is just like anything any professional in any industry it's the 80 20 rule and you know you find that one person and it's hard to go through that as a first-time investor trying to figure out who that right contractor is it's oh they're the cheapest bid well that's not necessarily a good determining factor if they're a good contractor or not right. if they're the cheaper bid so okay cool well this wraps up the three questions from our audience uh, we'd love to do this type of format again sure like share comment if you have any questions real estate business finance anything at all please reach out please comment below we appreciate all your feedback and your following thanks again